Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, let's get to the Giants and that debacle at Giants Stadium at MetLife yesterday. Um, hey, these are lean times. I mean, the Giants now are 10-29 and 29 since the start of the 2000. The Giants, the football Giants are 10-29 and 29 since the start of the 2017 season. And you thought yesterday, okay. In come the Cardinals. All right, they played a little better of late, but they had done it by scoring some points. Their defense had been awful. Every quarterback had played against them this year had a 100 quarterback rating. Everybody had moved the ball. So you figured, all right, this is a perfect day for the Giants. They've done terribly against running backs. They've done terribly against tight ends. This is a perfect game for them to get healthy, get the quarterback some confidence. Instead, you watch as Chase Edmonds, who most of the league had never heard of, goes for a career against the Giants by getting to the edge. I mean, this guy didn't even have to block a tackle. There was nobody there to block. I mean, they were opening holes that Mons could have gotten through. I mean, he was getting to the edge of the Giant defense and just embarrassing them with these slashing runs for 127 yards and three touchdowns. The Giants, who had 10 days off, looked like they must have gone. They, they went on vacation. They went to the Bahamas for 10 days. So they came back and they were absolutely lost in the first quarter of this game. To let a team like Arizona come in there and do that to them. I mean, it's hard to even fathom. See, the Giants, when they got to 2-2, two and two, and they got the, the Tampa game turned out to be the gift that just kept giving for Gettleman and Shermer. Because think about it. A couple of weeks ago, people say, why aren't you apologizing to the Giants? Why? They should have lost the Tampa game. Yes, Daniel Jones played well. No one had a book on him. He went against a bad defense, and he played superbly in that game. He has regressed every game since then. And now the regression has gotten serious. But that's to be expected. I'm not here to bury the kid. And get off his back, everybody. The same people who anointed him after game one, the same people killing him now. Listen, what he's doing is what I expected the whole time. He's acting like a first-year quarterback, which means he's going to make more mistakes than he does good plays. And that's exactly what he's doing. Made a beautiful throw to Ellison. Made a terrible throw into double coverage. Holds the ball way too long, which he has forever, and he fumbles way too much, which he has since we've seen him. Those two traits have been there since we've seen him play. He does not have a lot of pocket presence. He does not feel the rush. He holds the ball way too long, and he fumbles it at the snap. And that's got to stop. His ball security has got to be better. Looks like he has a good arm, has some mobility. But what we're learning now is we don't know enough about him yet. We have to watch him play. Everybody who canonized him after one game was utterly ridiculous. But the Giants had that win, which was a gift. Should have been a loss. 
And instead, now they're one and two. And then here come the Redskins, who are futile, whose coach is about to get fired and, and puts a kid in who has not even been prepared the week before, hasn't even played, put him in to basically say to the owner, here, you want your guy here. Gets himself fired, embarrasses the kid. The Giants have a big win off it. And all of a sudden, hey, we're going to the playoffs. We're taking bows at two and two. Well, now they're two and five after getting beat at home and having their quarterback sacked eight times by the Arizona Cardinals. But more than that, on display in the fourth quarter of this game is some of the worst coaching by anybody who has ever strolled that sideline. What the heck was going on with the head coach yesterday? Can anybody explain any of these moves? Are we serious here? And I watched the press conference. He's like, no, I'm down on that. You have a problem with your guy taking the ball out and winding up on a 12-yard line? No, no, I'm down on it. I thought that was as we wanted. Really? You want to start it on a 12 on the 12 with no timeouts? Instead of starting on a 25 and not having had the clock run. We want to start on a 12. I mean, we can get into each one of them. I'm not even going to make a big deal over this propensity for trying to get blood from a stone on these pass interference reversals, which are not going to happen. They don't want to reverse them. So you come to a point where you say, I'll stay away from that. But no, we'll keep challenging them. You getting them right? No, but we'll keep challenging them because I think I'm right. But you saw coaching on display that was so, well, really, it's the kind of stuff that explains why his record's what it is. And this team now, with a quarterback who was regressing by the week, with a defense that doesn't know which end is up. And, you know, the stuff that everyone wanted to glorify them after the Pat game, which to me was, I mean, made no sense to me. And you see what has gone on here. And listen, I'm not here to blink. I'm not asking them to put Eli back in. I think they're the worst thing that ever happened to Eli. I don't want to see them go back in. This is for this year is about a learning experience now. It's to find out if this kid, and I would say right now, you're still looking at more bad than good with the kid as far as his future. I, it could turn out to be hopefully the best thing Gettleman ever does here because his other work has been just putrid. This one might be okay. And I'm not telling you that I'm sure this kid's going to be the answer and he's going to be the franchise quarterback and you're never going to look for another quarterback. It's too early to say that. But it's also unfair to say that he doesn't have some ability because we've seen some ability. You saw that throw yesterday. You saw some throw yesterday where they made some drops. He is hanging in there. He's showing some toughness, but he's got some really bad habits. And he's starting now to do the things that guys do when they get their bell rung. And when they start to feel the rush, and now they're starting to anticipate the rush, and now they're starting to get happy feet, and now all the things that happen to quarterbacks who get beat up are starting to happen to the kid. And it's all expected. But you got to stop it right now. Because this season is about him. And that's the only thing that if you're... Gentlemen, and you're showing me you're hoping on hope against because if it's about your record, what the heck are we doing here? It's about the players they brought in. What the heck are we doing here?
This is a bad football team that is not going to get any better. Let's be honest. In terms of real terms, they should be 1-6. and six. And the team they beat, the Washington Redskins, is without question, other than the Dolphins, the worst team in this league. And the Dolphins could have beat them. They had them a two-point conversion from beating the Redskins. That's how bad the Redskins are. And that's the only team the Giants have really beat. And they beat it with a quarterback that has not played except in the Giant game, who is not ready to play. And the coach played out of spite. That's the game they've won. Listen, this is not the time to attack the quarterback. Leave the kid alone. He didn't ask for the stupid nickname that people gave him, and it's terrible. He didn't ask to be anointed after game one. All he did was come here and do his job. The kid's been a good kid about everything. Leave him alone and let him play the position. It's about him now. It's not about Eli anymore. The best place Eli can be on this team is where he is. Not trying to figure out what the heck this head coach is doing because no one can have an idea what he's doing. At the end of that game yesterday, when he goes in the press conference and basically tries to justify these moves that we saw yesterday, and people who have been kind to him have jumped out on him today because they said, hey, enough's enough. I mean, you, you hate, you hate to have to keep changing regimes you, the, because that's what losing franchises do. They keep throwing out regimes, and when, then what happens is the next regime comes in and says, I need a year to scrape it clean before I can build my team. And that keeps going on and on. And all of a sudden, you're getting nowhere in 15 years. And let's be, let's be honest. The Giants handled the Coughlin, late Coughlin days terribly. Tom gets some of the blame for that, no question. Eli gets some of the blame for that, no question. But those guys were champions. And eventually, Tom got thrown out with the dishwater, and then eventually, Eli got thrown out with the dishwater, and nothing's changed. They're still losing. And they had their scapegoats, and they tried to make it about other guys, and you know what? They're still losing. They still haven't figured out one way to turn this around. And they're not any closer than they were. This is a bad-looking football team. And yesterday, they got pushed around, pushed around by a bad team. When a bad team comes in your building, into your building, and pushes you around, it's a terrible sign. And that offensive line that everyone said, oh, made so much strides. Where was it yesterday? Eight sacks? Eight sacks? Huge mistakes, insane decision making. I mean, just it doesn't. It, it, there's just no. You sit there with your mouth open in the fourth quarter, say, "What the heck is going on here?" And this is how you get to ten and twenty nine. You take a three and thirteen team, 
and hire another losing coach. McAdoo had his problems. He did. He messed some things up. But he also won 11 games one year. Now, when you put a young quarterback in, that's going to be its own problem. There's no question. And you're starting to see that now. Because there is a learning curve there. And I understand this season is not about wins and losses anymore. But there's a certain level that you expect a team to uh, be able to attain a certain level of improvement over a period of time, a step in the right direction, and an accountability. And right now, I don't see any of that with the Giants. I just see mistakes and missed tackles and missed assignments and bad coaching and bad play. And loss after loss after loss. And we're sick of seeing it. This was a proud, proud team. That had been giants, had been big, had been at at the top of this league for a long time. Built on a certain way of doing things. And that has all been forgotten. And then you see these press conferences and you just say, are we serious? How are we going to get out of this mess? And right now, as I get ready for Detroit, I don't see anything to feel good about. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.